Hey family, I am back. Hello, 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 fam. Um, let's get right into prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come boldly, yet humbly to your throne of grace, Lord, asking for the boldness of Christ, Father, asking that you increase and I decrease, Father, asking that the flesh be taken out of it in Jesus' name, Lord. I'm binding up any foul spirit that will try to come up against this word, any lying tongue. I bind it up in the name of Jesus, and I cast them down by the power of God. Lord, I'm just asking for more wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, Lord. I'm thanking you for your mercy, Father. I'm thanking you for your grace, Lord. I'm thanking you for your love, Father. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name, Lord, because you're good and you're worthy of all the praise. Hallelujah. Lord, you are worth the highest praise. That's why I say hallelujah. Father, I'm just coming here and I'm pleading the blood of Jesus over my brothers and sisters, over myself and over this episode, Father. And I'm just asking that your word go forth, Father, your word, not my word, Father. Your word goes forth and produces plenty of fruit, Lord. And that's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Okay, family. So today we are going to talk about the heart posture about your heart posture, okay? Let's start at Genesis 4. Now, Adam had sexual relations with his wife, Eve, and she became pregnant. When she gave birth to Cain, she said, With the Lord's help, I have produced a man. Later, she gave birth to his brother and named him Abel. When they grew up, Abel became a shepherd while Cain cultivated the ground. When it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best portion of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel's gift and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. So let's look up the definition of dejected first. Because family, we already been through this. It's power in that definition, okay? Sometimes it be some power in that. It's sad and depressed, dispirited. Now let's look up subdued. Overcome, quitting, or bring under control. A feeling or person. Bring a country or people under control by force. So it's saying the Lord told him, he said, sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and become its master. And that's what God is speaking to his children today. He said, sin is crouching at your door, but you must become sin's master. Do you get me, family? You become sin's master by the power of God. You cast down those vain imaginations and you make them obedient to Christ in the name of Jesus. Lord, hallelujah, glory. 
glory be to your name. Hallelujah, because he is good. He said that sin wants to subdue someone right now. But he is saying you must become sin's master. Yes, that's what he's saying, family. And you like, well, how I do that? Hold on, because the Lord got a word for you. He got a word. Hold on. Second um, Corinthians ten four. This is the mindset you have to go into. Because it's that power in the name of Jesus that healed us and delivered us from the power of sin. It's that power. Okay, family? It says, we are... We are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. And after you've become fully obedient, we will punish everyone who remains disobedient. Family, that's what you got to do. We have to cast down these vain imaginations. You get what I'm saying? And make it obedient to Christ. We can't wage war like a human wages war. We can't be out here fussing and cussing. We can't do that and wanting to fight. We got to go to that spirit realm. We got to go to the source. And we got to wage war in the spirit. Because, listen, ain't God's spirit? We got to go to that realm where our words, where our prayers, and we go to war and we take back what's ours by force, by the power of God. That's what we do, family. That's how we do it. Listen, another one. Hold on, family. Um, Hold on, fam. One day I'm going to be able to master talking and um, <laughs> talking and looking up my verse, but it's not looking too shabby right now, but that's okay. Let's go to Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is alive and powerful. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. That's why when you wage your war, you go boldly to the throne of grace. That's where you go. You go boldly into the throne of grace. Hallelujah. And you allow the Lord to fight the battle because it's not yours. You hear what I'm saying? This battle is not yours. God's doing a good work in you. So you surrender to his will. You say, Lord, take it over. I can't fight this battle, Lord, but I know you can do it. I know you can do it by your power. You get what I'm saying? Sin's trying to control me, Lord. I'm not trying to become subdued. 
subdued the sin. Lord, I want to master sin. I want to be the master over sin. That's what you go and you say to the Lord. Lord, I don't want to yield to temptation. I want to be delivered from the evil one. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. I'm telling you, family. I'm telling you today. Get your breakthrough. Go have control over sin because it's the power in the name of Jesus. It's the power in the name of Jesus that every every knee will bend and every time shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Go take what's yours back by force in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. People are like, how can you live a holy life when we human? But it's not us. It's the spirit that's within us. You let that spirit take over. Because ain't it called the Holy Spirit? That's why you're going to be holy. Because the spirit is holy. Allow yourself to surrender to it. Hallelujah. 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 The only thing difference between Cain and Abel was Abel gave the gift from his heart. And the Lord told Cain, if you do what is right, if you do what is right, I will accept yours too. But his heart wasn't in the right place. He didn't have a heart. He didn't have enough room in his heart for God. He didn't have enough room for it. He didn't. He, it says he just gave God some crops. He just gave him some like, hmm, here you go. But no, Abel gave him the best. He said, I'm going to give you the best from my flock. Because doesn't God deserve it? Doesn't God deserve the best? Glory be to his name. Glory be to his name. Hold on, family. Um, Okay, family, let's turn to Romans 6. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him to his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now he w- we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with him in his death, we will also be raised to life as he was. We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. 
when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. The word says when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. Hallelujah. So he said, you have to become sin's master. The Lord means it. He said, you got to take it by force because I died to end the power of sin over you. He said, I died to end the power of sin over you. Hallelujah. You are above and not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. That's what the Lord said. That's what the Lord said. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin, but now he lives as he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. That's why he is the way to the father. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because he ended the power to sin. Glory be to his name. He is so good. He is so good. He is so good. Oh, glory be to his name. Don't let sin control the way you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. The word says, don't do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to turn sin, to serve sin. Do you hear what he said? Don't you serve sin? Don't you do it? You are sin's master by the power of God, by the power of that blood. You are sin's master. Glory be to his name. Do, oh gosh. Instead, give yourselves completely to God for you were dead, but now you have new life. So use your whole body as an instrument. It says use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. So you give God all the glory. You use your body to bring glory to God, to bring glory to his kingdom. You hear what I'm saying? Sin is no longer your master for you no longer live under the crime of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Hoo-wee. Glory be to his name, family, because God is so good. He is such a grace, gracious God. He is so gracious. He is so gracious. Well then, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does that mean we can go on sinning? Oh, of course not. Don't you realize that you became the slave? You become the slave of whatever you choose to obey. That's the power right there. That is your knowledge between good and evil. Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Which one are you picking? Make your choice today. You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you could choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. 
Thank God. Once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching we have given you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin and you have become slaves to the righteous living. Glory be to his name. I will be a slave of Christ any day. I'm telling you. Oh, he is so good, family. He is so good. I will be. I testify. I testify testify for my father that I shall be a slave to the kingdom of God. I'm telling you because he's so good. He's so good because of the weakness of your human nature. I am using an illustration of slavery to help you understand all this. Previously, you let yourselves be a slave to impurity and lawlessness which led ever deeper into sin. Now you must give yourself to be slaves to righteous living so that you will become holy. When you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. Let me read that again for you. When you were a slave to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. We can even say it like this. When you are a slave to sin, You were free from that. You are not. Hold on. How can I word this right there? You are not free from the obligation. Hold on, Lord. (laughs) Hold on. Look, I'm trying to switch up the words for y'all to give y'all more of a breakthrough. And I'm messing up myself. But you are a slave to sin. You are free from the obligation to do right. That means like you want to be a slave to sin. If you choose sin, you can't do right. Because there's no right in sin. It's wrong. That's not the truth. It's the good and the evil. It's the truth. It's the lie. And what was the result? You are ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom, but now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do these things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Who glory be to his name because you do not die. You do not die when you give your, you can't die. You have eternal life in Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, he is so good. He is so good. Okay, family, let's go to, um, (laughs) he's so good. He is so good. Um, let's go to first Corinthians 15, 56. Oh, 1556. I'm sorry, family. 
For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law gives sin its power. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing you ever do is 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 worthless to the Lord. It's not useless. If you're suffering, if you're suffering in your body, you're suffering for Christ. If you're suffering in your mind, you're suffering for Christ. Hallelujah. Nothing is useless. God is so good. I'm telling you, family. I'm telling you, if he found you worthy of being poor, be poor because it's, it's you can have God in that. You get what I'm saying? If he gave you the ability to be rich, give glory back to God because he gave you the riches. Lord Jesus Christ, you are so good. He is so good, family. He is so good. He is so good. Go and read his name, family. I paused it for a brief moment, and I'm back, okay? <laughs> I am back. I am back, okay? Let's go to Ephesians 2. Made alive with Christ. Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. Family, remember we was talking about we cannot wage war like a human wages war. That's because, listen, it just told you right there. He is the spirit at work. He is the spirit at work. So when we go in a fight in that spiritual realm, we got to go to the spirit to fight them. Hallelujah. We can't fight with the people, the humans that we see. We can't do that. That's what humans do. Humans look at humans. We look at the spirit behind the human. And then we wage war with that spirit by the power of God. I'm telling you, family, I'm telling you, it says he is a spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passions and desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy. He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can point to us in all future ages as examples of incredible wealth of his grace and kindness towards us as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Glory be to his name. It says salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. 
So none of us can boast about it. Hallelujah. Don't none of us deserve the salvation. But God said, because I'm so rich in mercy, because I'm so rich in grace, because I'm so rich in love, I'm going to give you salvation. But don't think you did it because you deserve it. Don't think I did it because you deserve it. I did it because of my grace. I did it because of my mercy. I did it for my love. Hallelujah. That's why he did it. So don't ever, don't ever exalt yourself because you're not, we're not worthy of being exalted. But when God sees fit, he shall exalt us. You get what I'm saying? That's why it's so important to stay humble because you can't, you can't, you can't exalt yourself. You don't deserve it. You got to allow God to do it because when God does it, he does this certain, he has this certain swag to him. So you just like, oh, that God is so good. He done exalted me and I'm not even worthy. But then once he exalts me, he makes me worthy. Hallelujah. He's the only one that can make you worthy. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. Man can't make you worthy, but God can. Mm -mm -mm. But God can. So don't tell yourself that you're worthy. Well, you can tell yourself that you're worthy. I ain't telling you to beat yourself down. But don't have the mindset like, oh, I deserve salvation because you didn't. Because I didn't. We ain't deserve it. We didn't deserve it. Mm -mm -mm. Um. Let's keep going. Don't forget that you Gentiles used to be outsiders. You were called uncircumcised heathens by the Jews who were proud of their circumcision, even though it affected only their bodies and not their hearts. In those days, you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel, and you did not know the covenant promise God made had made to them. You live in a world without God and without hope, but now you have become united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when his own body was on the cross. He broke the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of the law with his his commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups together as one body. Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross and our hostility towards each other was put to death. He brought this good news of peace to you and Gentiles who were far away from him and peace to the Jews who were near. Now all of us can come to the father through the same Holy spirit because of what Christ has done for us. Listen, that's why you praise him. That's why he's worthy. Jesus' name is worthy to be praised because it was his death on the cross that brought us back to the Father. Hallelujah. That's why he is worthy. He was the only worthy one who can reconcile us to God. Do you get what I'm saying? He was the only person that can lay his life down for all of our sins. Glory be to his name. So 
now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all God's holy people. You are a member of God's family. Together we are his house, built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We carefully join together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit, where God lives by his spirit. Hallelujah. It says that we carefully join together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Family, the body of Christ joins together and we become a holy temple. Hallelujah. For the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. He's so good. He is so good. That's why we are the church. That's why we are the church. Glory be to his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why when two or three gather, he is in the midst. Praise his name. Because it says that when we, it says we carefully join together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Hallelujah. Through him, you Gentiles are also being made part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. He is so good, family. He is so good. Okay. Family, let's stop beating ourselves up over what we can't have control over. Let's stop trying to be like, I, 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 I need to do this. I need to do that. Let's just rest in the Lord and allow him to just, to just show us his power. Let's just rest family. Let's just rest because he is so good. Let's just rest, right? That's what we need to do. Family. He did it for us. He ended sin's power and control over us. Let's trust that power. Let's trust the power in the blood. Let's trust Jesus Christ himself. Let's trust that he ended sin's power over us. Let us trust that we had, we already have subdued sin and we became sin's master by the power of God. Let's believe that, you know? Because Jesus said anything is possible if you believe it. So let's believe today that we are sin's master. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's believe today that sin has to listen to us and we don't have to listen to sin. Hallelujah. Let's, let's believe that the enemy has no control over us. Let's believe it. <laughs> Let's believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Is there anything else you want to share with your children? <laughs> um, hold on, Fimby. Uh, he is so good. Okay, baby, I'm sorry. I'm trying to make sure I hear the light. 
Yes, family. The Lord was saying that we have to lean on each other. We have to lean on each other and that can fight the power of sin that tries to creep up upon us. Let's lean on one another. Let's encourage each other. Let's not tear each other down, but let's build each other up. We are the temple of the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you understand that the power, the power of God, when we all can join together, where even just two, where just two people join, he is in the midst. Do you understand the power that we hold? Listen, listen, we are powerful people. Let's um go to Ecclesiastes chapter... Okay, let's go to um, chapter Ecclesiastes chapter 4, starting at verse 7. I observe yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone without a child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. But he asks himself, who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is all so meaningless and depressing. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. If we if we just have two, we can stand back to back and conquer. But then if we have three, that that's not easily broken. And then if you add the power of God, can nothing overcome the power of God? Family, we are unstoppable. Where two or three gather, he is in the midst. It's nothing that we can't do if we just get work together and we get in the Lord gets in the midst. We cannot be defeated. Do you hear me? We are here to uplift each other. Hallelujah. Let's stop judging each other. Let's stop condemning each other. Let's stop trying to find out by what authority. Let's trust the Lord. Let's go to the kingdom. Let's ask him what he thinks. Let's stop going to men and try to be like, but mm, I don't know. Or that don't sound like it. No, go to God. Ask God what it is. Test the spirit by the spirit. Hallelujah. Because he'll tell you. He'll tell you. Let's stop with it. Let's just stop. Okay. Let's just stop by the power of God. Let's just stop it. Okay, family? Lord, I just want to break into prayer and thank you for all that you are because you are so good. And I just I just thank you, Lord. I thank you for choosing to clean me up and to dwell within me, Lord. I thank you for just not seeing fit to leave me to die to sin. I thank you for allowing me to understand the power in Jesus, the power in the name of Jesus, that I shall overcome all evil. Hallelujah. That I shall trample upon lions and cobras, Lord. Thank you for it, Father. I thank you for that power, Father. I thank you that I can demolish any Goliath that comes my way, Lord. Not by my might, not by my strength, but by the power of God. 
God. I can defeat it, Father. And I pray that your children begin to understand that the same power you have shared with me is the same power you share with them. Let them understand that they are slaves to Christ and they have they are master over sin. Hallelujah, Lord. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Let them know who the Son sets free is truly free today. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Family, the Lord is telling me to tell you who the Son sets free is free today. Hallelujah. Who the Son sets free is truly free. Get your freedom today. I'm letting off freedom today. Receive your freedom by faith today. Hallelujah. Come and take it. It's your birthright by the power of God. Come get this freedom in the name of Jesus. Let's end sin's control over us by the power of God. Have faith of a mustard seed. Have a childlike faith today. Come get your freedom. I'm speaking freedom of mind today. I'm speaking freedom over your body today. I'm speaking freedom over your health today. Hallelujah. I'm speaking freedom over sin today. Glory be to God. I'm letting off freedom today by the power of God in Jesus' name. Receive it in Jesus' name. Glory be to his name. Lord, you are so good. I thank you for even allowing me to be able to let off the freedom of God. Glory be to your name because you're so good. Because you're so good in the name of Jesus by the power of God. And I bind up any foul enemy that I try to come up against this. Loose them in the name of Jesus. You better loose them by the power of God. Hallelujah. I bind up any lying tongue. I, I, I sever your lying tongue at the root and I cast you down by the power of God. You better loose them. Loose them in the name of Jesus. Glory be to his name, Father. I'm praying that you bring your ministering angels to set fire to your children, Lord. I'm asking you, Lord. I'm asking you, Lord. To, I'm asking you, Lord, to give them that burning, that burn, that refining, that refining burning, Father. Set them on fire in the name of Jesus. Purify your children by the fire of God today. And that is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Family, go thank your Father because He's setting you free today. You got freedom over sin today by the power of God. Receive this. Go to His feet. Give God the glory because I'll give it to Him for God to be the glory. And that doesn't listen. Just go back to the Lord. Hallelujah. Take this back to the Father in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I will see y'all later, family. I love y'all. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. I will talk to y'all later. Bye.